Welcome to I'm Not 20 Anymore, the podcast for women 30 plus. This is the place to gather the info you need to know, need to learn, and need to grow. You're listening to I'm Not 20 Anymore with your host, Shakira. Today, we are talking about daddy-daughter moments. Did you miss your daddy-daughter moments? Did you grow up with your father? Did you not grow up with your father? Let's get into it. Let's talk about it. And even if you did or didn't, this is the episode you want to listen because if it's not for you, it's for you to share it with a loved one or a friend. Let's go. All right. So daddy-daughter moments. Now we're still in the month of women's history, but I'm not 20 anymore is all about women anyway. So I just want to share a recent story. Um, my favorite hangout or second or third office is Panera Bread. Now, I don't know if you're on the East Coast or West Coast or if where you live, they have a Panera Bread similar to Starbucks or Dunkin Donuts. But Panera Bread, I really like because it's a great atmosphere and I get to use my Wi-Fi, set up my laptop, stay there as long as I like, which reminds me of Starbucks, but they also have really good soups and food. <laughs> so I spent a day at Starbucks on um, a day I had off and I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, not Starbucks, Panera Bread. And um, I was sitting across the table from this uh, this gentleman and his daughter, they came in and it must have been right after work. He had on a suit and she had on, you know, clothes from school as well as her book bag. And she was telling her dad, you know, she really needed, she wanted to sit right next to him because she wanted him to help her with homework. She was about, I say about 12 or 13. And, um, I just thought it was so cute because, Rarely do I see men going out after work, taking the time out to spend time with their daughter or son, but the daddy-daughter moments really matter. And so I dedicate this episode to just that because he did sit there. He helped her with her math. He didn't complain. He didn't moan and groan. They sat there, they laughed, they talked, and really just built a relationship with one another. Now we know women tend to be nurturing as always and having a relationship with your mom as a female is a little different from the relationship with their dad. And I think this is across the board, no matter what culture you're from, women tend to connect more with women and men tend to connect more with men. However, Building a relationship, a daddy-daughter relationship, is necessary to the growth of women. And so um, I definitely want to share some of my personal story with my relationships with my father and like thereof, because you may not have grown up with a father. as You have to have had a father in order to be here. But you may not have grown up in the same household. Um, maybe you never even got a chance to meet him, maybe due to unforeseen circumstances. Uh, maybe you were adopted, so you never met your biological parents, but you did meet your adopted family, what you look at up to as your parents. There's so many different scenarios. Um, so I wanted to talk about why it's really important to 
have a good relationship with uh, daughter and father. Um, now, a lot of times people don't realize, but a father's influence on a daughter's self-image um, is important. And I do believe in the fact that your dad should be your first love. Uh, that's the first man that you really meet. So your dad or father figure or whomever may be in your life, they should be your first love. I, I think it's so adorable when I do see those relationships because you know that it's built on solidarity. And uh, dad's uh, involvement in his daughter's life is really crucial to them developing as a young woman, especially in the area of self-esteem and confidence. I think a father really brings that out of their daughter. Women do too, but I really believe that that having that presence is important and having direct involvement and encouragement by your father will kind of diminish you know, um, a, a little girl or young girl's insecurity and increase their confidence in their own abilities of what they can and cannot do. So why uh, is it important to have a good relationship with your father growing up? Uh, one of the reasons is I believe that, you know, most fathers and, and here's the thing, depend upon the class, the race and so forth there may be different uh, views on what that relationship looks like. But I think it's really important to know that um, everybody should be an active participant in the life of their children, mother or father. Um, now, she needs to, as a, as a young girl and as a woman, she needs to know that you are, you want to be involved. She needs you to be involved involved in the school, involved in acti extracurricular activities. Sometimes I do see parents and they're in the same household, but the mom's doing everything. And the father is just like, well, I'm the provider. I pay the bills. I don't have to be there. But when you have a little daughter, I think it's necessary for you to be there and for them to know that you're actively interested in their life. Um, and that you're participating in their hobbies, their activities, that you're showing interest in what they're showing interest in. You know, I never had that opportunity where my dad knew that I loved music. And so, all right, we're going to go to a, a museum that shows showcases the work of uh, musical greats and talents. Um, unfortunately, I didn't have that experience, but it would have been nice to have that. Or if you're involved in sports, that your father is actively there and that you know that he's rooting on, he's rooting you on and it sets the tone for who you will date later. Um, I believe that also she needs to know that you're going to, um, demonstrate a healthy marriage or a healthy union between you and and the, the mother, and even if the relationship doesn't work out, she should be able to see that you ha have respect for one another and you can handle that aftermath. And that she's in, that she understands. She doesn't have to know everything in the detail, whether the husband or boyfriend cheated or, you know, whatever the case may be. I think that it's necessary that she see that her dad can show some affection um, and respect and partnership for 
his wife or if it didn't work out then his current wife but that there's no you know real bitterness because sometimes that happens every every relationship does not work out all the time and the child is the one that has to bear the burden and it becomes so difficult because you don't understand what's happening but you have friends that have parents that are together and they're loving each other and they're hugging and they're kissing and you go over their house and then you come home and that's not the case your parents are arguing or you don't even live in the same household as them and you don't even know why and so either you become bitter towards one or the other parent whether it's your mom or your dad because you don't really understand what's happening and so i i believe that you know even as an adult if you have children right now and they're acting out sometimes it's based off of what's happening in the household or outside of it and they can't really understand or grasp that partnership or they don't see you working together and I think that's necessary to make sure that they that they do see that you know um she also needs you to support her. You know, we always have our mom to hug, to kiss, to love, to go to. But what about the dad? You know, um, knowing that the dad is there, that she'll be able to um, develop a, a positive self-image, knowing that he supports what she's doing. He may not always agree with it, but he supports it and he's there. Um, a lot of times, a lot of men, I think, especially at least I know in the, in, in the black community, because I can speak on that, not everybody, but sometimes you find that if, if they're just giving money, then that's just enough. But it's like, no, they want to go to the movies with you. They want to hold your hand walking. They want to see that sensitive side from you because they want to know this is the type of man that I want to, these are the qualities that I want in a man that my dad has that he shows me and it gives me that safe and secure security in me, but it also builds me up and gives me self-esteem to know that I'm capable of doing anything and that's really what's necessary um she also needs to know that you trust you know um to trust you as a confidant like it's easy to disclose stuff to your mom because it's your mom and she may not tell your dad but some stuff you want to be able to know that we could sit down at the dinner table and have a conversation and you open up to me you know um as a as a young girl i think that's necessary um you know just as uh my father in heaven that 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 I love so much uh Jesus and he gives me that unconditional love I want that same unconditional love and that fathers should be giving that fathers that are here should be giving that unconditional love to their daughter whether it's a father figure or not grandparent the unconditional love that no matter how badly I mess up and how much I do wrong that you'll be able to forgive me and move forward and it's sad because the truth be told I know people to this day that of that unfortunately their fathers have become did not give unconditional love and became bitter and angry towards their daughters and then cut the relationship off and and no longer speak to the daughter not because although they may have had a dispute and things did not go right 
if he didn't feel like he he was strong in what he he felt so he may not have um he didn't want to hear this person's side and i'm just this is an example but there are men that become bitter too where they can't give their children unconditional love and they will cut their kids off not realizing like you are tearing them down and tearing them apart and now when it's time for them to go into a relationship or meet someone and they think it's serious they don't know how to approach it they don't even know what that unconditional love feels like so they're looking for love in all the really wrong places and then they don't know how to place that love and ultimately may end up in a really bad situation a really bad relationship a really um, negative relationship a relationship where you think it's okay you grow up in a household where your parents are arguing you might even see your mother get hit or or something like that and you grow up and you become that victim and you you seen your mother go through and you knew she was strong so you feel like you're just as strong but that was not the right display of a good relationship and you didn't know that and now it's difficult because you have let love blind you to the point where you you don't see yourself anymore and you think it's okay to stay in that relationship and that's why sometimes there's women out here that end up in the wrong relationships and I've, I've seen women become battered end up in hospitals almost broken limbs because they just thought that's what love was even though they grew up in a two-family home but they just didn't see the right display and they chose to go the other way or they became rebellious of what they seen so many different things in the play and i can go on and on and on about this i'm trying not to make this a really long podcast but i really unfortunately it really touches my heart because um there there are a lot of women out here that don't know what real love is and honestly it took me a long time to understand what that unconditional love meant until i really um came to God and said, you know, you love me despite all the wrong things I do. And, and I asked for forgiveness for everything that I've done. And, you know, I'm not married yet, but when my husband comes along, I want him to be able to give me that unconditional love and vice versa. Um, not to the point where he can do whatever he wants, but (laughs) let's not get carried away here. But, um, but that unconditional love that says, you know, everything's going to be all right, even when I don't feel like everything's going to be all right. Um, you know, speaking of which, having that positive role model and that, that and, and, and being a man that, that is leading, that is showing me the way. I mean, we all fall short. We're human. It's impossible for you to walk here thinking you're Jesus and you're perfect. You're not perfect. But one thing is for sure. You can try to show me some of the right ways to live. So even when I do mess up, you're positive in force. You pray with me. You show me how to pray or you or we pray together. We grow together, you know, um, breaking any habits, doing things together that could make both of us better because I want my child to be better than I am. And I want them to want their children to be better than they are so that there's generations of just betterment. 
and how and and we and things that can be corrected you know um that's important now i will say so when i was um nine years old when i was nine years old um i believe i was maybe eight or nine i can't really remember but i remember um my mother kicked my father out and at the time i couldn't kind of grasp what was happening but i knew that she was done and she was livid and she was hurt and upset and um my mother does something i loved i do as well which is uh we journal i write well i don't do it as much i don't know if she still does it either um and that's something me and her kind of have never really talked about honestly the whole journaling thing we've never talked about but i knew she did it um because she always kept a notebook by by her bed or in the drawer or something like that so um it's so interesting though because i really can say i don't think we talked about it even at this age we've haven't we've never talked about it so it's so weird that i'm talking about it right now but um she she ended up kicking him out and i was there and i remember that day because i was in tears and crying and i couldn't understand why he couldn't live with us anymore and um she threw the notebook that she wrote at him out the door and i think that's when he realized like i she's done and and she was she was completely done um and he attempted to still have some sort of relationship with me after but it was a real distant every once in a while relationship now i'm not sure to this day if it, if it was my mother didn't really care for me to be around him or if he didn't really want me to be around him um i didn't doubt he didn't love me but he he was in a relationship and that relationship did not go well um didn't end in his favor and i wasn't sure if you know he had to get himself uh, financially stable and and so i wasn't wasn't part of the everyday anymore i was it wasn't an everyday anything everyday situation where i seen him i don't even remember if it was every week or every other week i i don't even remember so it was sporadic when I, we would get to hang out and i get to spend a day with him um and then throughout my life as i got older it became more and more sporadic and then it became i didn't hear from him at all and every once in a while he reach out to my mom and then that's how he would get connected with me and it wasn't like i don't know if it was a lack of desire on his part um part part of me feel like yeah it was a lack of a desire because he was no longer in a relationship so he didn't kind of feel the need to keep the relationship with me that's my personal take because that's how it seemed and so as i got older I ran I would run into him random places locally and then I would try to connect with him because I desired to have a relationship with my dad um because he had a relationship with my my other siblings who were not his biological kids uh before I was even born and you know I felt like he should I should have a better relationship with him and so I would try it would work for a year or two and then 
nothing. And then it will work. And I was still getting child support money from him. And, you know, my mother cared about that and she did use it to take care of me. So it wasn't like she was using it for anything else. But as far as our relationship, it was really sporadic and we barely um, seen each other. And so I, I had these things like, should I reach out? Should I not reach out? Should I care? Should I not care? Does it really matter? Um, and also my mother was in a new relationship. Um, and I had grew up with this other man, this man as well. He's my, um, stepdad now, (laughs) but at the time, you know, he, she, he was just, he was another man. He was living with us. And, um, but my relationship with him wasn't, it was distant, although we lived in the same household. So it was like, I didn't have that, those things, those, those unconditional love and the support and the, um, involvement, active involvement. So none of that happened. So I used to wonder, and sometimes it, it was like, should I contact, you know, my dad? And then sometimes you go through the motion. Like if I contact him, would my mother feel some kind of way? If I contact him, would he even want to see me? Would he be mad? Would I be angry because he hasn't really reached out to me? And I was around people that grew up that had great relationships with their fathers, even if they didn't live in the same household. But I couldn't really say the same myself because I didn't have that type of relationship. I would probably talk to him on my birthday and Christmas, and that was it. Other than that, it was if I ran into him or if, you know, he desired that. So it wasn't until I attempted to make an effort later once I like in my 20s and I was in college and I would, you know, find out where he is. And I I tried my best to to go around and hang out with him and, you know, just spend the day. And I think those are the moments he really loved. Um, And there were times where he started to get older, get a little sickly. Um, And then I wouldn't hear from him for a few more years. And and that's pretty much what my relationship has been. Um, But despite me being at one point, it was anger. Like, I don't want to forget this. Like, I'm tired of trying. And it and and that's what happened. It was just like, I'm tired of trying to be in this relationship to give it my all to try my best to get to know my father. And thinking, you know, he doesn't want it. And although he didn't really ever express that he always said, you know, um, you know, checking on me, I knew he loved me, but maybe he just didn't know how to love. And that's what I get at with this. Some men just don't know how to really love because he didn't grow up with love. He grew up with hard work. My dad uh, was a mover, physical labor, and um, he he was in you know different relationships. Um, I have other siblings outside of myself they're older than me. I was the youngest, but still. Um, so in that, in that instance, he probably didn't really know how to love, but I knew during the later years of his life, he enjoyed that. I still persisted even though, or pursued a relationship with him, even though I didn't always feel the same. I didn't always feel like we could, you know, and even in the process, he got married and I wasn't even invited to the wedding. 
And I was angry about that at first. And then I'm like, you know what, God, I'll give it to you. Because I don't know why I wasn't invited. I don't know if the, the woman didn't really care for me, didn't like me. And the truth be told, I don't think she really cared for me or liked me because my dad still always had this small little tiny, tiny, tiny piece of love for my mom. But he didn't do that relationship right. So unfortunately, you know, it, <laughs> once that that happened at my nine years of age, that was it. Um, and I share all this to say, like, missing those daddy-daughter moments were key and vital and important and played a huge role on the relationships that I got into growing up from teenage years through my 20s, 30s. I'm almost 40, yikes. Um, But it played a huge role because even though I I grew up living with um, my stepfather, that wasn't the best example all the time. And as far as what to be treated like, you know, I knew he was a gentleman and there were certain, there's certain qualities about him now that yes, I would want in a spouse but a lot of times it's that it was that father daughter relationship that I can't say I even knew what it was like um and that's why it's important that fathers should start to create a positive relationship on the day that their children are born and from that moment they're able to kind of take an active role in caring for them spending more time with them taking them out having daddy daughter dates just like mommy daughter dates you know finding out what what she likes and and what to do with her because even on the the birthday of her like that's important that's special and so it's like even growing up you're like it's my birthday and you're looking forward to you know, if you're in a relationship, you're looking forward to getting some gifts or a gift from your significant other, but it just depends. Are you choosing the right men? Do you have that confidence in you that you can walk past the wrong things so you can get to the right things or the right type of people that you should be involved with? Um, and I, I still to say all of that matters. And I think that if I did have a better relationship, a daddy daughter relationship with my father, um, I would probably have had better relationships and knew how to, what I should walk away from as soon as I seen the wrong thing or the wrong mentality. And I think that a lot of times that plays a huge factor in who you are with later. Um, but the thing about it is I could have stayed bitter too and just chose not to develop a relationship with my father, but I didn't. And in the later years, I, I, I tried to spend time. We went to church together. Um, I laughed. We talked. We went out to eat together. Um, now I will say, <laughs> I don't like it too, 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 too personal on here. But I'm gonna share. Um, last year, I found out that um, last year I found out that my father passed away and I was not notified. Um, I have to say that because 
I guess that shows where our relationship was. Um, he had got sickly and I guess couldn't find me or reach out to me. Um, I'm not sure if he left that to his significant other, his wife to do, and she never did. Um, and his other siblings, but mind you, we're in the social media age anyway. But I say all that to say, um, even in that, the, the whole relationship I've had with him, um, I was able to not be bitter and not be angry. I'm not angry at his wife. I was at first and it took a while for me to let it go. Um, but sometimes you just look back at the time you did spend with someone and you, um, you cherish it. And you remember that good, those good memories, you know, that good time and you cherish it. And that's what's important that you don't neglect who you have in your life today and that you don't look back and, and be bitter or angry at, at, about what relationships you didn't have or relationships your daughter doesn't have because of the selfishness or the greed, or maybe it's you I have a sibling who, well, I don't know. She's told the story so I can tell it, um, where she, you know, unfortunately did not allow her child to see her son, her, his father, uh, for, uh, several amount of years. And when the child was old enough to see the father, um, the father, had overdosed and unfortunately died um and he never got a chance to really meet his dad and that son father relationship is just as important as the daughter father relationship um so unfortunately you know he I've met his father. I met his father in the past and, you know, all he hears is great stories and how much he's like him. And so I just say that to say that that bitterness can hold you back, whether you're the mom that's saying, I don't want you to see my children or whether it's the other parent saying, I don't want to deal with you. So I won't deal with your kids. And that right there is wrong, but there's so many people that do it. So I, my prayer is that you find the right mentors and people in, in, in your life that even if it's not the parent, the father, the, the husband, the boyfriend, that you still find someone to be a great example of what that's like so that they can get an idea of who the the who they should be looking after and that you have someone that's telling your daughter or you that you know she's beautiful and that um don't let the society social media change who she is on the inside and outside um even writing little notes or letters um to express feelings to to you know, to express making more time for fun, um, and even making time just to build a relationship with your daughter, uh, over time means a lot. So for all of my lovely sisters that are 
that have felt pain and shame for having a poor father-daughter relationship, the reality is this. It's not your fault. It's not my fault. Um, and even as a kid, you were just a kid and all kids deserve to be loved and protected. So you can't blame yourself for what your father did or didn't do. And I, and that's why I say you have to forgive and you have to let go because I could have been so angry and bitter that I didn't get a chance to really have a full, a great relationship with my father, whether it was on his end, my end, um, my mother's end or his wife's end, um, and I could be walking around here really angry, you know, or having bad stories to share to my children, but I would never do that, and then another thing is, and what I talked about is I journal, writing about it, talking about it, making art out of it, um, sharing those, our wounds allows our, you know, us to open up ourselves, our hearts, and then we can heal properly. You know, I know that I have seen it firsthand. And and even in that story, it hurt my heart to the core to know that someone I loved and cared about passed away and they had a whole funeral (laughs) and it was almost a year. It happened in February of 2017. And I found out, I'm sorry, it happened in February of 2018. And I found out in November of 2018. So a year has gone by and, you know, around his birthday, which is in February, I think about him. Um, But I'd laugh and I smile because my dad was a character. (laughs) And, um, no one can take that. No one can take that relationship, whether you have one or you didn't have one, no one can take it from you. Um, and so the bottom line is this, if you did have a negative relationship with your father, um, it will only come to define you if you let it, you can't let it define you and you can't let your past determine your present and your future because the reality is you matter. You matter today and as mature adults we have the power to set the course of our lives and so knowing that you have the power to change things to change how how you view relationship how you view love how you review uh, mentors and and just people start getting around the right people or you know If you have children and they don't have the best relationship with their dad because of the relationship with you, you can change that. So using that and using your power to change things is is really what matters ultimately. So, you know, be healed today. Um, And if you miss your daddy daughter moments, you may not be able to get it back. But you can go forth stronger knowing that you are an empowered and wonderful, mighty, beautiful woman, and you deserve so much more and beyond. And that is my message today. I hope this has blessed you as always. And until then, I will talk to you soon. If you have 
anything you'd like to share. If you have any personal testimony stories, um, if this has helped you in any way, if it has inspired you in any way, please message me, uh, email me at I'm not 20 anymore at gmail.com or message me on Facebook or Instagram at I'm not 20 anymore. You will see the podcast uh, info up and until then continue to stay tuned, share with a friend or family, loved one. Love you guys. Peace. Well, that's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it, laughed a little, and most importantly, learned a lot so that you can apply it in your week. If you're not already, please follow me on I'm Not 20 Anymore on Instagram and on Facebook. And don't forget to share this great information with your friends and family. Until next time, stay blessed, keep growing, and live every day fulfilled because, girl... You are not 20 anymore.